Hey guys, welcome to Discovering God's Best in Business podcast. My name is Sarah Talbert and I am a business coach and mentor for women wanting to get consistent clients and grow their business with joy and profit. I help them clarify their offers, grow their audience, and book consistent clients. And I'm Dara Simons. I'm a web designer for mom-built businesses, and I'm also a ministry wife. And we started this podcast because we are super passionate about helping other Christian women in business or wanting to start a business to know exactly what God wants them to do with it. That this isn't something that you're doing, just giving your life away, that he wants you to profit from it. And so we welcome you to discover God's best in business with us. So today we're going to talk about charging your worth. Do you ever have those like pet peeve phrases that go out everywhere that just get your blood boiling when you see them, especially when they're given advice? I think charging your worth is one of those for me. And I know it irritates you too, Sarah. What are yes. your thoughts on it? The, especially when they show up in sponsored ads and then I'm like, now you're paying mm-hmm. to put this thought in my head. And I'm <laughs> frustrated with it already. Um, my first thought on charging your worth is, I mean, the podcast is meant to teach like what's God say about all this stuff. My first thought is there's a huge difference between charging your worth and charging fair market prices. And we've done a lot of talk about like, it's okay to ask for the sale. It's okay to earn money in your business. But when you start putting your pricing together for your work, charging your worth has nothing to do with fair market prices and business because your worth is not given to you by the $1,000 or the $15 workbook or whatever it is that you're putting together. Yeah. I think, you know, there are like little things that irritate all of us. Right. And I think um, for us, why this is a big irritating thing is because then people start assuming that their worth is attached to their income and it's not at all. Whether your business is a wild success or you never make any money and never book any clients, that your value to God and to the people around you stays the same. And when you start associating in your head that your value is like connected to your income, you can get in real trouble. Not even just like in your relationship with God, but in how you see yourself. And then that just leads you down this like scary road, you know, that none of us should be on ever. Yeah. And it makes me think about this idea of what I do say and talk and tell myself, I need to be thinking about what I say and tell my child this. And so mm-hmm. it reminds me of this verse, First John 3, 1 says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. And he's calling us his like precious children. And so it makes me think like, I would never tell my son if he goes and or my daughter has recently decided she wants to put together a dog training business. And she went to all the neighbors and asked them and no one said yes. But that has nothing to do. That does not change who she is as a human being. 
because she made no money in her first entrepreneur journey. And I would never tell her that. Like I totally detached the two. I don't think anything different about who she is as a human because she's my child. Yeah. Her, her value is not at all attached to her income or business or anything else. Um, I know this has been like a struggle for me that when I have months that I don't make as much as I wanted to, Mm -hmm. that I feel like less of a person because of it. And that's totally wrong that my husband and my kids don't see me as less of a person that God certainly doesn't see me as less of a person, you know, that, um, that's my own reflection of like things that I need to work on in myself, that it doesn't have to do with my value whatsoever. Yeah. And I've struggled with that too. Like you put an offer out there and no one takes it or you put an offer out there and way less people buy it than you Mm -hmm. put all the work in. But it's, it's, that's why we keep bringing you guys on this podcast back to scripture, because if we were to go off of how we feel or how the enemy tries to tell us how we should feel, then Mm -hmm. we're going to be defeated before we can ever be successful in the way God defines success. You had another verse about our value and who, what does God say we are? Yeah. In Isaiah 43, four, it says, because you are precious in my eyes and honored and I love you. I give men in return for you peoples in exchange for your life. That man, like that's not a thousand dollar course or even a $5,000, you know, um, coaching package or whatever it is that God gave people Jesus in exchange for you. And that's your value to him. And so um, no matter if you earn $5 million this year on in your business, that's still in no way it compares to how valuable God sees you. And I know you've said this a lot. You are enough. Like mm-hmm. as you are, it doesn't mean we don't do our work and we don't show up and we don't try at these things because, well, God says I'm good, right? No, like you have mm-hmm. value, you have purpose. And some of those purposes that he has planned out for you can be lived out through your business. Yeah, absolutely. I know for myself, like discovering more and more who God's made me to be, who he's already created me to be, that that in that, like I find who I'm, what I'm valuable at, you know, um, what those like little things are and that he's already made me and put in me all the things that I need for all of that. Um, it's just nurturing those gifts. You know, Cyrus talked about how her son's taking art lessons and has a real talent for it, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't nurture the gifts that have already been given to him and he doesn't learn more and grow more and all of that. But that in no way is connected to his value, whether it's as an artist or a son or a child of God or in any other way, but those are totally different. Yeah, just going back, and that's another thing you'll probably hear us rant on, but just going back to scripture to see what is the truth because the online world i mean even in christian circles especially in christian circles you see verses misquoted and verses misused and some of them are there and we've got to really dig into like god gave us a book that allows us to get to know who he is and who we are who he says we are that has nothing to do with how much money you made last week or how much money you're asking someone to pay you next week. Yeah, absolutely. You know, 
marketing techniques work because they're rooted in psychology, right? That, yeah. That, like the fear of missing out is a real thing and it's a real motivator for people and that's why they use it. And yet if you continually buy into that, it makes you feel like you're not enough unless you get whatever they're selling or, you know, all of those things. And um, really that you can start feeling like you're not enough because you haven't been able to buy the right courses or hire the right coaches or, you know, do this, that, and the other. And the two things just aren't at all connected. Those are, those are ways to convince you that you need what they're selling. It has nothing to do with who you are. You know, I think, and like the other end of this, that we can tie our works to our works, right? That the Bible talks about Mm -hmm. warning us against that, that, um, that we're saved by grace, not by works. And of course there's works associated that we do things out of love for God and thankfulness for what he's done for us, but that, you know, Jesus doesn't love us any more or less because of what we do or don't do. And yet so much, whether it's in our, in our everyday lives or in our business or anything else that we turn that around and we make it about the works that we do and the things that we say and all of that. And that's not the basis for, for love at all. Titus 3.5 says he saves us not because of our works, but because of his own mercy. Yeah, it's not any of our works. And Paul says, like, I'll count all those things rubbish, like all those things that I'm doing rubbish just to get to know Christ more. Yeah, I mean, really, if you think about it, if we're going to like sit down and write out all the good works that we've ever done in our life and then compare them to Jesus, we're always going to fall short. And so we might as well like just stop trying to count it, you know, stop trying yeah, to convince others. Right. You're like, you're never going to win that battle. It's not worth it. Um, you're never going. And the good news is that you're never going to need to, that, that God's not comparing your works with Jesus or anyone else's, that he loves you for you, that he died in sacrifice for you, regardless of anything else. And so your value to him and to the people who love you are in no way connected to those things. So join us next week as we talk about, is there a difference between pleasing man and serving well? And can you do one without the other?